Today on the Get Your Money Right podcast, we continue our conversation about kids and money. Should we be giving them allowance? If so, how much and for what? Plus, you get a sweet intro to the 3G system, the very system that we created and used to teach our kids about money. Let's get it. MPS. MPS. Good news, people. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business. Because I truly believe if we're not good with money, it's because we don't talk about money. And this show was designed to change just that. I am your host, the Money Misfit, Jamar Dupas. This is episode number 90, the big nine zero. And today we continue our conversation talking about the kids and money. Because you know me, I'm a big believer in legacy, and it all starts with what we put in our children. So we're going to continue that conversation today answering the question, should we be giving our children allowance or should we do a commission system? If so, how much and why? And of course, we're going to give you the intro as promised to the 3G system, the very system that we use to teach our kids about money. So I hope you're going to like it. If this is your first time tuning in, I'd like to say welcome. Welcome. Thank you for being here. This is a different type of personal finance podcast we talk about money as it relates to real life because not only do we want you to get your money we want you to get your money we want you to go not only just go out and get it but also understand your money so you can do with your money whatever it is that you want to do go accomplish the things you want to accomplish and all that good stuff if you want to find out more about what we do how we do it and our full archive of episodes Head over to our website at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. You'll find all our past episodes. You'll also find a link to our very own private Facebook group, The Money Misfits, and all that good stuff. So make sure you come and join us. Ask all the questions you need to ask. And don't hesitate to send me an email or or shoot me out a a note or something like that, man. I'm always available uh, for people who have questions and all that good stuff. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. So today, like I said, we're going to talk about it. Should we be giving our children allowances you know when i was coming up this was a taboo situation right you don't you don't give kids allowances for what right you don't give them money for nothing and so today i I gotta say that I, i gotta push back on that a little bit should we be giving our kids allowance the answer is absolutely yes right absolutely yes why should we be giving our allowance should they earn it should they get money for doing chores and stuff like that the answer to that is absolutely no, right? You don't get money for doing stuff you're supposed to be doing anyway. The purpose of the allowance is so your children can learn how to manage money, right? If you've been listening to this podcast for any given amount of time, you know probably probably the thing that I believe in the most when it comes to you and your money, the most critical portion, right? Everything starts not just with the mindset, but with the management of the dollars that are coming in the house, right? If you don't know what to do with the dollar, you won't be able to do anything else with it, right? If you don't get the management aspect of it, the habits down, the framework down to, to do with your money once it comes in the house, then everything else is for nothing, 
right? Everything else will fall to the whims of other people. Good marketers, distractions, heartaches and pains and, you know, convenience fees and all those all those type of things. Right. So, yes, children should absolutely get a or an allowance. Now, of course, this is all my opinion. Right. My children, they get an allowance, but they don't get an allowance for cleaning their room. Right. That's something that you do because you're part of the household. Right. Cleaning the room, setting the table, you know, cleaning up the sunroom or the playroom or whatever you want to call it, all that type of stuff. That's the thing that you do because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Being a part of the family. Just like I don't give my kids money for getting good grades or going to school and on time and stuff like that. No, you, you are expected to do that. Right. Now, with that being said, my kids do have an option to earn commissions. Now, these are separate things. Right. And I think we need to distinguish between the two. The allowance is for the management of money. Right. To learn the habits of managing money, because the thing is, a lot of times we don't teach our children how to manage money. And the only money that they get a lot of times, especially for people in our culture that, you know, we don't didn't grow up getting allowance. We don't actually give our children allowance. A lot of times they get money from parents and uncles and, and cousins It's usually on their birthdays and grandmothers and stuff like that. And usually we look at that money as gift money. And because it's gift money, we want to let, let our kids do basically whatever it is that they want to do with that money. And that is perfectly fine. Right. It's OK to do that. Uh, but understand that you are teaching them, you're instilling in them or you are allowing this this particular habit to happen that every time they get money that they can just go and spend it or go and buy something nice. They grew up. They grew up with that habit. When money came in my hands, I went to go buy something cool. Right. Whatever it is that I wanted. I got to go pick something out. Right. I got to do whatever it is that I want to do with that money. And it usually didn't have any type of guidance with it. Right. We might say, oh, well, you don't have enough for that or you don't have enough for this. But we we usually don't don't really kind of get on them too much about money that they're gifted. So when they don't get allowance and they do get gift money, the only thing that they learn about money before they get their first job is when you get it, you spend it. And typically that's what happens when they get their first job, when they start making their first little bit of money. Right. They get their money and it goes out the door and we we learn those habits uh, not only through practice, but also through modeling. And then it, we see we've seen our parents do it. We see ourselves do it. Right. And then we continue to reinforce those habits by continually doing those things in our early teens, in our, our 20s and then 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s and so on, because we are creatures of habit. We know this because if you can look, the research is done on like the average lottery winners. And they said that most of them, uh, they were back to being where they were, usually broke within six and a half or seven years, regardless of the amount of money that they want. Right. We can also see this in our athletes. Right. They grew up with nothing. They get these 10 million, 50 million, 100 million dollar contracts. The next thing you know, they don't have any money. Uh, you see that with our entertainers. MC Hammer was one of the big ones. Chris Tucker was talking about how he was going through some stuff because I think he got into it with like Wesley Snipes not knowing about taxes and, you know, being financially illiterate. Right. Um, so we are creatures of habit, you know, period, dot the end. And we get habits about money. And I think uh, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this particular subject is because I feel like if. We were all, especially me personally, if I was if I were taught differently about money, I would probably be in a different place today. Right. Uh, I wouldn't be playing 
catch up. And I, I and I, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I'm mad at my parents or, you know, anything like that or that I'm far behind or, or I'm not satisfied with my life. But I feel like I could have been somewhere different, like right? not waiting until I'm you know, almost in my 30s now, well into my 30s before we're getting our money right. And so I feel like if we can if we really want to leave leave a legacy, if we want to give our kids a heads up. Uh, step up on the competition. Education is important, but there's more than just that academic education. You know, there's life education, there is academic education, there's financial education, right? Uh, and I think we need to make sure we stress that. And that's why I give my children an allowance, right? So now, uh, you know, at the age of five, right, as soon as they can really kind of count money, that's when we start, right? So I got two kids right now that are above the age of five, the other two, they're a little bit lower. Uh, or under the age, I got a three-year-old. We're starting to do some stuff with her now, but usually five is a good number. At least that that was a good number for us. And what we do is we start them with something small because remember, this allowance is not for them to go, you know, be ballers or go, you know, put. Their, it's definitely not to put you in a bad place, right? If you don't have the money, then don't go giving your children a bunch of money so they can just kind of blow it. Start with something small, right? We're working on a book now, and we'll talk about some things you could do when you don't have the money to give your children allowance. Uh, so don't worry about that. We got you covered on that. But start small. For example, uh, my kids, they they get a very small amount. And I'm going to talk to you about that amount here in a minute. But this amount, the the it's not necessarily the amount. Again, it's about the practice, right? It's about to, when what happens when a dollar or when money enters your hands what do you do with it what's your thought process right what do you how do you feel about money what do you think about money and what is money's purpose in your life and you can start these habits really really early and it's really only about the habits and the other thing I would say is you want this allowance to not be a lot right you want it to be small on purpose and there's a few reasons why I feel like the allowance should be small one, I think children need to understand that when money is coming from somebody else, like you're dependent on somebody else to give you money, they should know that it's never going to be enough. Right. We should want them to be able to strive for more. Right. Like say, hey, dad, mom, yo, this money that you gave me, it ain't enough. And you're supposed to go, well, exactly. It's it's not supposed to be enough. Right. That's exactly why we're doing it like this. We want them to strive for better. When we were house hunting, uh, I got a couple of friends and, and a lot of people had their, you know, had their input about what we should do with our house. They said, like, well, you should get if you're going to have a big family, you know, you should get a four bedroom house or a five bedroom house or, you know, six bedroom house. And I was like, no, nah, I don't I don't we're going to have a big family. You know, we were thinking about four kids anyway, but I didn't want a big house. I didn't want them to all have their own room. Well, why? Because I want them to to be uncomfortable in their older age. I want them to move out, <laughs> right? And I want them to have that own incentives instead of to move out. I don't want them to be so comfortable that they never want to leave or never have a game plan to leave. It's the same thing when it comes to money. I don't want to give them so much that they that they don't want to do anything, right? People who are fat, full, and never hungry don't get up and go do anything, especially if you don't have to. I know I'm like that, right? If I got a good day that... I ain't have anything to do. And if you let me, I will sit around on my butt. But I'm hungry. So I'm always doing things. I'm always moving. And that's the same thought process that I have about our children. So when we do give them an allowance, it's just that. It's just for the management of the money. If they want to go out and buy nicer things, they want to go buy and do more stuff, 
then we can introduce the commission systems. Then we can introduce the entrepreneurial stuff. Then we can introduce how you can grow your money and those types of things. So that's what we're going to talk about now. This is the system that we use to teach our children about money. We call it the 3G system, right? And we just kind of coined it that way because it's easy to understand. And just like when we have the buckets, we have buckets for our kids or jars, however you want to do it. But just like we have the buckets for for your grownups, for the money misfits, we get these buckets for our kids because what what we want to do with money is we want to allocate money. As money comes in, we want to allocate it. We want to tell it where to go. We want to give it. We want to work within a framework so that our money is always doing things for us. Right. And there's a few things, at least for us, that we want to teach our children about money. We want them to we want them to learn about spending money. Right. We also want them to learn about giving money, but then we also want them to learn about growing money. And so that's where the three G's come in. We have three jars or three buckets set up for each of our kids. The first jar is the give bucket. Right. The next jar is the grow bucket. And then there's the get bucket. So get, give and grow. Uh, And it's not in any particular order, so to speak. But we just want them to understand that when you get money, you're going to get some to do whatever you want to do with. You're going to give some because that's important value to us and you're going to grow some, right? Because money uh, can be a seed. We talked about last week what your children five and over should know that a dollar is a seed. So in order for them to understand that, we want them to start with that process from jump, right? Notice that there's no savings, right? We'll get to that later, but there's a get, give and grow, right? So let's break these things down. So Here's how we do it, how we do it in our house. So when a kid turns five, we give them basically a dollar a week for each of these jars. So basically three dollars a week. Right. Uh, So they get three dollars. And then as we sit them down, we sit them down with their jars. Right. Or their buckets, however you want to do it. And with the first dollar, they go, they give. Right. The second dollar, they put it in their grow bucket. And then the third dollar, they will put it in their get bucket. Uh, And then we have them break that down. We have them divide this stuff out. This is also a good way to help them learn math, right? Help them learn money and apply what they're learning in in school and kindergarten and first grade and stuff like that to real life and specifically money, right? Uh, So we sit them down and we do that. Here's a dollar for that. Dollar goes here. A dollar goes here and a dollar goes there. The point is we want them to know that they're dividing their money in thirds, right? So no matter how much money they get in, even when they get money for gifts and things like that, uh, unless it's a gift card directly, if they get cash, we take that money. We're going to divide it in thirds. Right. First third goes to giving. The next third goes to growing. Then the next third goes to getting. You get to do whatever you want to. So let's break down these these uh, these buckets. Right. I think the first one, the giving is, is pretty self-explanatory. We believe and we know research even shows. Right. One, we're tithers in the house. We believe that uh, we, we give 10 percent. And, and not necessarily, well, I won't get into theology and stuff like that. We're not necessarily giving it to a church, but we are looking to feed the feed the hungry, clothe the homeless, things like that. We're looking to support stuff like that. So we we do it off the top. We give it for us. It's not a legal thing, but it's a hey, thank you, God, for what you've provided for us. And we know that this is a seed and we want to sow it on good ground. Right. In your name, so to speak. Right. So not even so to speak, but in your name. So. We are givers and we want to teach our children the importance of giving. Right. And there's several reasons why we believe is giving uh, outside of the spiritual deal. Right. We believe it's important to teach children to give so that they they are never uh, they're never trying to hold on to money so tight 
that they never learned to see it grow, right? That they never actually use it. They never utilize it to what it was. One of my favorite stories in the good book is the parable of the talents, right? And that one that had the one talent went and hid his talent, went and held on to it, didn't want to do anything with his talent because, and in that, that, that day and time, a talent was money, right? And it just, just so happens to coincide with the word talent as we use today. But anyway, he didn't want, he was so afraid to lose it that he went and hid it, right? And so when the, when the master came back to collect his, his talent, he, all he had was what he gave him and he, he took what he had and gave it to somebody else to gave it to the person that made the most out of their talents, right? Uh, and so we don't want our children to be afraid of losing money or not having money. We don't want them holding on so tight to money that they never do give or they never do invest. They never do uh, live a full life. So we want them to know that you can release money and it will come back to you, right? It's just a principle that we believe in. Uh, and we believe that they should know that the world does not revolve around them, right? That everything is not all about them getting, 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 getting. That's one of the hardest things that we have to deal with as parents, I believe, especially around the Christmas time and birthday times, because they really do feel like everything is about them. And for me, I'm, I'm so afraid of, of my children getting into that habit, right? Getting into that habit of just, look, it's all about me, 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 me. I don't want my children to believe it's about them. Not even on Christmas. Even on Christmas, we make the kids, well, now they'll make them. They actually want to do it, but they got to make a birthday cake for Jesus, right? And and even on their birthdays, right? We we want them to let them know that, uh, that you know, this day that you were born on, your mother gave birth to you. Right. So this is your birthday. We are celebrating your life. We are celebrating you being here. But it is your mama that birthed you. So you need to be looking at her, figuring out how to give her a gift, how to thank her for bringing you into his life. So we never want our children to think that the world revolves around them. Uh, and that's part of the reason why we do the giving bucket. And then they also get a chance to think about how they want to give. Right. So they can think about how they want to give. Then they can see the impact of them giving as we allow them to follow up. And we'll talk about all that stuff at another time. Again, like I said, we're working on a book. We're going to put all this stuff in there. So that's the first jar, the first bucket. That's the give bucket. The next bucket is the grow bucket. Uh, and the grow bucket is basically what I said before, right? We want to teach them that money does grow on trees if you plant the proper seed. The challenge is it is hard for us to change that mentality of going to go work for, you know, trading our time for dollars in our older age, so to speak, right in our 20s and 30s, when all we've been taught is to go trade time for dollars. So early on, I want them to learn that if you take money, you can actually make money with money. Right. So this particular bucket is strictly for you to grow your money. It's not for you to spend it. It's not for you to give it. It's for you to grow your money. Now, notice I didn't say save your money. Right. I did not say save your money. And I promise you we're going to touch on this a little bit more. Not even touch it. We're going to dig deep. But I don't want my children to learn to save money. And again, I'll touch on that here in a minute. But it's about growing money. It's about developing income streams. It's about making your money multiply, right? It's about being a good steward of what you were given. Remember, we talked about the parable of the talents, the guys or the, the people who took the talents and multiplied the talents were given even more. And I believe if we could teach our children early on about money and how, how to grow money in various different ways, that uh, it becomes a habit for them 
in their teens and twi- in their 20s. And then, you know, when they get to our ages in their 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s, it's not an issue for them. It's not something that they're learning to do, whether it be, you know, buying stock or starting up a lemonade stand or selling candy, on, you know, after school or whatever the case may be. We want them to start thinking about, OK, I have this money in this jar. My kids are doing this now. They have this money in their jar and they want to grow it. They're thinking for themselves, how do I take this five dollars I have, this ten dollars I have and turn it into twelve or to twenty or a hundred or or even more? How do I how do I you know buy assets, things like that? And we'll talk about it later on, some games that we play with our kids so they can start thinking about purchasing assets and thinking about building business and things like that. And we want to make this fun for them, right? Uh, and then they also get to watch this jar grow literally get to watch it grow because we use clear buckets and as money goes in they can see it and it sits on their bookshelves we want them to see that money's been added into their lives and the decisions that they're making to divide this money has fruit because they can literally see it every single day now the last bucket is everybody's favorite bucket this is the get bucket right so first we did the give we got the grow now we got the get those are the three g's The get bucket is they get to do whatever they want to do with this money. I mean, whatever it is, you know, outside of buying drugs or doing something to destroy their their lives. (laughs) Right. But they get to do whatever it is they want to do with it. Now, mind you, I said we want these allowances to be small. Right. So this ain't you know, they're not going out buying no Jordans or nothing like that. The allowances are going to be so small that they're going to want to do other things outside of this. They're going to want to know like, look, money coming from mom and daddy ain't going to be enough. Because I want them to know that money coming from other people, dependent on one other person for your paycheck, is never going to be enough. I don't care how much it is. It's never going to be enough. And I want them to understand that early on. But anyway, what they get to do with this is whatever they want to. And this is really, really, really important that children get to spend money. Right. And here's why. They need to know the consequences of spending money. (laughs) Right. Uh, I give you an example. Uh, this is when I knew it was working for us. Uh, my son, uh, we went to the Galleria Mall down here and we went to the Disney store. Now, I already knew this, right? Kind of foreseeing. At the Disney store, across the way from the Disney store is the Lego store, right? My son loves Legos, right? But he also likes some stuff from Disney. So we're in the Disney store, right? And, you know, he said, Dad, I got my money. I get I got my get money. I get to buy whatever I want to. Right? So, yeah, man, you buy whatever is your money. Buy whatever you want, Doc. It's whatever you want to do. I just always tell him, make sure this is what you want most. Right. Make sure this is really what you want, because this is your money. So he goes in and he picks something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he buys it. Uh, my daughter has some money, too. She buys something. So they're all excited. They're happy. They got to spend their own money. They got to exchange money with the dude at the cash register it was all great they got the bags we rolling up out the disney store they feeling like ballers and then it hits them the lego store is right across the way so of course my son like i said he loves lego so we roll up in that mug. we gotta go in the lego store right and of course in the lego store they got this new spider-man set right he loves spider-man right got this new spider-man set Daddy, look at this. How much is that? I said, well, son, look at the price tag. Look at the price tag. I said, mm. And it was right around what he had before because he spent all his money on the toy at the Disney store. So he said, Dad, can I get this? I said, well, you know, let's talk about it. Can you get this? Well, what does your pocket say? He said, well, I just spent my money at the Disney store. I said, oh, OK. Right, right. But at the Disney store, you spent that money. And I, I said to you. Is this what you want most? Right. And you said yes. 
So now we're here at the Lego store. You see something else that you want most, more than what you got at the Disney store. And he was like, yeah. I said, well, here's your options. We can take the, the, the item back, the Disney store. It can get this or you can keep what you got and we can come back later. Right. Long story short, he kept it. He or just a long story longer. He kept it that he bought from the Disney store. But get this. The next time it was time for him to spend his get money, he thought about it. Right. And this is after, you know, several weeks of us doing several months of us doing this money thing. But he thought about it. So even today, he learned from that one story that when I spend all my money and I see something I like later, I may not be able to get something that I want more. So now even today, he thinks more about his spending habits. I didn't have to tell him don't spend that or that's not wise. It's something that he does on his own. My daughter, she kind of already had that built in somehow, some way. Right. She just don't. You know, she really don't, you know, like to spend her money on like, you know, toys and things like that. She does like shoes and she like girly stuff. And, you know, she's a bit of a feminist. So she, but either way, she kind of gets it already. But my son, he really think he talks about it now because he's at this age. He's seven, about to be eight later on the end of the year. We have these conversations and he thinks more about his money. And I've even had situations where I tried to tell him to go ahead and buy something. He's like, Dad, you know, I would buy that, but I really don't want to. I don't think I want to spend my money on that. I don't think that's what I want most. And I drop a single little tear, drop a single little tear the first time he did that. Cause it's like he gets it right. He gets it. He doesn't have to wait until he's in his 20s broke and don't have any money to start learning these life lessons. He's learning it at an early age. So those are the three systems. Those are the three buckets, right? To give, to grow, to get, get, give, grow, however you want to say it. But we use those three G's because it's easy for them to understand. It's easy for us to understand. It's easy to coin from a marketing perspective, too, as well. Now that I think about it. But that's basically how we deal, handle money in our household. Very small amounts. We divide them up because we want to teach them how to allocate, right? Just like we do the buckets as grownups, the misfit money methods. We use the buckets. We want to use buckets or jars with the kids as well, right? Uh, and and again, you know, we notice how there is no savings jar. And I'm going to leave it at that, right? We're going to talk about, we're going to bring that back up, right? As we continue to talk about kids and money, we're going to talk about why my kids do not have a savings jar. And I think it's really, really important that you understand this part. So we're going to talk about that, I promise, on another episode. But just to recap, right? Give, it's, I think it's self-explanatory. It allows them to give, do, do feel good about themselves, understand that money is not just about them. It's about us as a whole. Understand that you can get rid of money and it'll come back to you. We want them to know that life does not revolve around them. So it's important to give, give, give. And there are probably some other reasons that I just, it's not coming off the top of my head right now. The next one is to grow. We want them to learn to grow money, not just to hold on to it, to save it and hope it never leaves your life. We want them to start thinking entrepreneurially. We want them to start thinking like investors we want to start thinking about like problem solvers right if you want to get money uh, in this world you got to find a way to solve problems for many people right that's basically the game plan and we want them to start thinking about that at a very very young age uh, and again it's not about scrimping and holding back it's not about you know playing to lose we're looking to play to win and if we can teach them early on how to play to win to where it becomes so natural to them in their teens and in their 20s Look, we're going to be far ahead of them. And when we do leave them big sums of money, we don't have to worry about them blowing it, 
right? Which we will talk about too later on when we start talking about legacy. And you know, maybe we'll talk about that next episode. We'll talk about legacy, why my children don't have savings jars, and the Rockefellers. I got to tell you a really good story about the Rockefellers and what I've learned from them. But and then finally, is to get they get to do whatever they want to because I think it's really important that your children learn what it's like to spend all their money and don't have anything left, right? Because I think that is one of those lessons, one of those hard-earned lessons uh, that we get to get to get, and we can give that to our children early on in life. So now they start to think about money in a completely different way. So hopefully that was helpful. If you thought it was helpful. Do me a favor, share this thing out, let somebody know about it. You know, everybody got any kids, right, or even thinking about having kids or even, even in touch with kids, and you think they could benefit from learning about the 3G system, if you think they can learn about learning whether or not they should be given allowance, please share this out because I really think this is a message that needs to get out. It has changed my life. Again, my kids are young, right? My kids, all my kids are under the age of eight. If you got a 16 or 17 year old or if you've, you've been doing this, you've raised children and they've come out great and you got some great wisdom to share with us, bring it over to the comments and let us know. If I'm wrong about anything, call me out. Y'all know how to find me. Uh, my email is jamar at yourmoneyright.com. You got the Money Misfits group. You can find a link to that at yourmoneyright.com. You can, there's a message box on my website. You can hit me up. You can however you want to do it. But I'm, I'm always open to learning. I'm just getting this thing started with my own family. But just thinking about how I deal with adults and some of my clients and, and, and some of the misfits that contacted me if we've done consultations with, just kind of looking down the road at my, and then looking in the pack, looking in the past on my own life. We've kind of come up with a system that I think is quite effective. And so far, the fruits are seeming to be showing. So with that, being, that with that being said, that's all I got. I appreciate you so I appreciate you so much for listening. I really do. I love you and God bless. MPS. MPS. Every time.